Hey, friends, and welcome to Thursday's edition of Enough for Today. Thanks for joining me all week long. We've been finishing up Psalm 33, and we've been understanding the universal sovereignty of God. And what a great psalm and a great topic for a world that is shaking its fist, defying God, uh, anti-God, anti-Jesus, anti-church, anti-biblical values. It seems like it's all come under assault. But God is providential and he's sovereign. He knows where all this is leading and it's right on his timeline. And we've been discovering he brings the devices of the pagan world to nothing, to no effect. So you are no victim. You're no victim of the circumstances unfolding around you. You're not a victim of uh, your government. You're not a victim of any of the, uh, the forces of evil that are around us. No, if you're the child of God, you are safely contained in his providence and in his sovereignty and, um, and your soul. Your soul is is secure, okay? And so we're we're celebrating. We are we're we're um, choosing joy. We're choosing to rejoice in the stability, the durability that we belong to God. God is ours. He's for me. He loves me. He's caring for me, and I'm going to rest in Him, even though the world is coming undone. So we studied yesterday that uh, that. Our best efforts to mitigate risk are deeply flawed, okay? And the the metaphors he uses, the psalmist uses, there's no king saved by the multitude of an host. So big armies are no guarantee. Uh, And big armies don't win battles. God allows wins, victories. Uh, Neither, uh, see, uh, a mighty man is not delivered by much strength, okay? The size of your savings, the strength of the market, the success of your business, uh, the magnitude of your achievements, uh, the size of your of your storm shelter, uh, or your nest egg, or your meals ready to eat in your basement. I mean, your plans and my plans do not protect us. God protects us. God's sovereignty watches over us. Um, a horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. It's not my strength that delivers me. It's not your great strength that delivers you. Um, and all of our best plans, our horses, are, are, you know, we're getting all of our ducks in a row. And we're, you know, I got everything. I remember a, a few years ago, I was out making a visit. Uh, and I was in the neighborhood in Newington, and a man was working in his yard, and I went over and invited him to the church, and he'd heard about our church, but he said, no thanks, I'm good, I've worked my whole life uh, to get everything taken care of, and I've got all my ducks in a row, and everything's good. And I'm thinking, you know, I'd love to go meet that man right now who didn't see COVID coming, who didn't see any of the world uh, tragedies that we're facing unfolding, who thought, you know what, by my own strength, I just want to, I'd like to know how that man is doing right now. Uh, Because if we've learned anything in the last two years, it's that we are not in control. And our best plans, our best vaccines, our best medical care is uh, is no match uh, for even just the smallest of organisms, the smallest of microscopic viruses. So God has a way of reminding us of our weakness and vulnerability but reminding us as his people to rest in him, to rest in his sovereignty, because he is our safety. 
So look at verse 18. Behold, this is where it all brings us, this beautiful sovereignty of God. He, he is universally sovereign. He made all things. He presides over all things. He sees all things. He's the source of safety and protection and provision for everyone. And that's what we're going to read right now. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him. Now, the idea of fear we've studied before is awe and reverence. So what God's promise here is to you and to me is that his eye is on us. You are in, you've got his attention. Now, because he's omniscient and omnipresent, uh, he can have all of his attention on all of us, each of us individually at the same time. So him giving me attention doesn't mean you get less of it, or him giving you attention doesn't mean I get less of it. It's not like God's too busy running the universe that he can't give you his full and undivided and focused 100% attention. Yes, my friend, as a child of God, a believer and a follower of Jesus, 100% of the time, you have 100% of God's attention. He is looking at you. He is caring for you. He is watching over you. The eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope. Now think about that, that hope in his mercy. A friend of mine posted last week a, uh, a quote, and I want to quickly read it to you. It's a quote by Viktor Frankl. Oh, I need to find it here. Give me just a second. Here it is. Um, Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, and that is to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. We get to choose optimism. We get to choose to look for beauty in the rubble. We get to decide how we respond to difficult times. And that's a quote from John Deloney. Um, So the idea is that as God's people, yeah, we're living in dark days and hard times, but we belong to a sovereign God and we can rejoice in him and we can choose to hope in him, hope in his mercy. He is a long-suffering, gentle, loving, mercy-giving God. And so you are today, my friend, the object of his mercy. You wake up, 100% of his attention, 100% of his mercy accessible to you, flowing in your direction, and you have to make a decision. Are you going to fear the circumstances? Are you going to fear the voices of the mainstream media? Are you going to fear the flow of the news stream or the social media stream? Are you going to fear government? Are you going to fear conspiracies? Are you going to fear COVID and um, whatever? Okay, or are you going to fear... God. Because to those who choose to fear him, they rest in awe and reverence of the fact that his eye is on me. He knows where I am. And he is leading me through this life. And I can hope in him. I can hope in his mercy. And I think I just want to pause there because tomorrow it gets even better. And we're going to ramp up even more. Okay. So my friend, choose choose. Govern your choices. Let the providence and the sovereignty and the power and the presence of God be your anchor, be your hope. Uh, Let God, um, let God 
Let the presence of God anchor you today and be your hope and be your joy. This psalm calls me to celebrate, to sing, to rejoice, but it's a deliberate choice, but it is a well-informed choice. Hey, we'll pick, we'll pick it up here tomorrow. Happy Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow.